ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد Today then we're discussing the topic regarding raising the hands when making dua. Raising the hands when making the dua. Raf'u al-yadayn fi dua Inna min adab al-du'a al-azimah. Raf'u al-yadayn fi dua ila Allahi azza wa jal. From the great mannerisms of dua is to raise the hands to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mighty and majestic. لِثُبُوتِ ذَلِكَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فِي أَحَادِيثَ كَثِيرَةَ عَدَّهَا بَعْضُ أَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ فِي جُمْلَةِ مَا تَوَاتَرَ فِيهِ النَّقْلُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ الْكَرِيمِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ this point of raising the hands when making dua, it is something established and proven in many narrations from the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ to the extent that some of the scholars have mentioned it is from the type known as mutawatir that it has been narrated on multiple levels in multiple narrations. قال السيوطي في شرحه لتقريب الإمام النووي رحمهما الله ممثلا لما تواتر معناه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الإمام السيوطي in his explanation of the book of al-imam al-nawawi in the sciences of hadith he gave an example for something which is mutawatir in meaning that has multiple narrations of it and he said فَقَدْ وَرَدَ عَنْهُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ نَحْوُ مِئَةِ حَدِيثِ فِيهِ رَفْعُ يَدَيْهِ فِي الدُّعَاءِ that there are approximately 100 hadith from the Prophet ﷺ that mention he used to raise his hands when making dua. And he says, Al Imam Al Sayyuti, that I have put them all together in a what we call now a book, a small book. But these incidents are a variation of different incidents in those narrations. So every one of those instances in of itself is not mutawatir. Every one of those instances in of itself is not at the level of mutawatir of being narrated on multiple levels, multiple narrations. 
والقدر المشترك فيه هو الرفع عند الدعاء تواتر باعتبار المجموع but the fact of raising the hands in dua regardless of what scenario and situation and instance that dua was being made in in what context it was being made in regardless of that just the fact of raising the hands in dua then that is something which has been mentioned in multiple narrations in multiple places so that is something widespread in the sunnah وعقد الإمام البخاري رحمه الله في كتابه الصحيح في كتاب الدعوات منه بابا بعنوان الإمام البخاري إن صحيح البخاري he has a chapter within it رفع الأيدي في الدعاء the chapter called raising the hands in dua وأورد تحته عن أبي موسى الأشعري and الإمام البخاري mentioned in this chapter the narration of أبو موسى الأشعري رضي الله عنه قال دعا النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم رفع يديه ورأيت بياض إبطيه that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua and then raised his hands and I saw the whiteness of his underarms. And in the narration of Ibn Umar radiyallahu anhumah he said رَفَعَ النَّبِيُّ sallallahu alayhi wa sallama yadayhi waqal The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam raised his hands and said اللهم إني أبرأ إليك مما صنع خالد ذرو الله I declare my innocence to you from what خالد did the point of this narration being رفع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يدي that the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم raised his hands in making that supplication وعن أنس and in the narration of Anas, another companion, radiyallahu anhu, he said, from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, رَفَعَ يَدَيْهِ حَتَّى رَأَيْتُ بَيَاضَ إِبْطَيْهِ That he raised his hands until I saw the whiteness of his underarms. He raised his hands until I saw the whiteness of his underarms. وقد أشار شارح الصحيح الحافظ بن حجر رحمه الله إلى كثرة الأحاديث الواردة عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في هذا المعنى and in the explanation of صحيح البخاري the famous explanation of الحافظ ابن حجر Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he said, or he mentioned just how many narrations there are regarding this topic. Regarding the fact that the hands are raised in making the dua. 
He gave a few examples. One of them is the hadith of Abu Hurairah. He said, قَدِمَ الطُّفَيْلِ بْنُ عَمَرْ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فَقَالَ إِنَّ دَوْسًا عَصَتْ فَدْعُوا اللَّهَ عَلَيْهَا فَاسْتَقْبَلَ الْقِبْلَةَ وَرَفَعَ يَدَيْهِ فَقَالَ اللَّهُمَّ اهْدِ دَوْسًا In this narration, الطُّفَيْلِ بْنُ عَمَرْ He comes to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and tells him that دوس a tribe have been disobedient, so make Allah make dua uh, to Allah upon them. So the Prophet ﷺ faced the qibla and raised his hands and then said, Oh Allah, guide those. And this is an example which is in Al-Bukhari uh, and in Muslim. However, in some of the versions, it doesn't mention the fact that he raised his hands. But in other versions, it is there, the wording of raising his hands. You also have other variations of this hadith or other hadith. Hadith of Aisha. She says, radiyallahu anha, annaha ra'at. النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يدعو رافعا يديه that she saw the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم making dua with his hands raised up so الحافظ ابن حجر he mentioned ومن الأحاديث الصحيحة في ذلك ما أخرجه المصنف أي البخاري في جزء رفع اليدين and there is a small book by الإمام البخاري known as the book regarding the raising of the hands and in that he mentions several narrations also رأيت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رافعا يديه يدعو لعثمان that I saw the Prophet ﷺ raising his hands making dua for Uthman in another narration of Abdul Rahman ibn Samurah في قصة الكسوف in the story regarding the eclipse فانتهيت إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو رافع يديه يدعو that I came up to, ended up at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he was making the dua with his hands raised. Making the dua with his hands raised. And in the hadith of Aisha, regarding the eclipse, ثُمَّ رَفَعَ يَدَيْهِ يَدْعُو Then he raised his hands, making the dua so all of these narrations they indicate the sunnah of raising the hands when making the dua from the mannerisms of the dua to raise the hands another example is the hadith of salman al-farisi in At-Tirmidhi and Abu Dawood, 
where he said anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal inna rabbakum hayyun kareem yastahyi min abdihi idha rafa'a yadayhi ilayhi an yaruddahuma sifra it mentions in this narration regarding the one who calls upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his hands raised that Allah is shy to not answer the dua of that person meaning that Allah answers the dua of the person who calls upon him with his hands raised that Allah does not return his hands sifran, meaning empty-handed. That Allah does not leave that person empty-handed, the one who calls upon him with his hands raised. So all of these narrations are indicating this etiquette of making dua, this mannerism of making dua, which is to raise the hands in doing so. Then there are some details regarding the raising of the hands. One is, or one scenario is, مَقَامُ الدُّعَاءَ الْعَامُ وَيُسَمَّ الْمَسْأَلَةِ One is the general dua that a person makes for whatever issue you're making your dua for. You are making a dua, a general dua, whatever that dua of yours may be. وَيُقَالَ الدُّعَاءَ وَهُوَ رَفْعُ الْيَدَيْنِ إِلَى الْمَنْكِبَيْنِ أَوْ نَحْوِهِمَا ضَامًّا لَهُمَا بَاسِطًا لِبُطُونِهِمَا نَحْوَ السَّمَاءِ وَظُهُورِهِمَا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ So in this example it mentions raising the hands up to the levels of the shoulders with the palms of the hands facing upwards and the backs of the hands facing down to the ground. That you make your dua with the palms of the hands facing upwards, the back of the hands facing downwards at the level of your shoulders in making the dua. That is something mentioned. وَإِن شَاءَ قَنَّعَ بِهِمَا وَجْهَهُ ظُهُورَهُمَا نَحْوَ الْقِبْلَ وَجْهَهُ ظُهُورَهُمَا نَحْوَ الْقِبْلَ so this is the general method of raising the hands when making the dua. That they are raised up to the level of the shoulders with the hands facing up and the backs facing down to the ground. That is the general method of raising the hands in making the dua. And that may be for a general dua you are making in the qunut of the witr, in the istisqa prayer, in various places. That is the general method of raising the hands for the dua. Then there is another type of raising the hands, and that is at the time of seeking forgiveness, or in the mentionings of sincerity. And in those places, it is mentioned regarding raising the finger. Raising the finger as it may be done for the khatib upon the member, 
or as it is done in the prayer when you are doing the tashahud, that is a type of raising of the hands in a specific form, the raising of the finger in those times of praising Allah, in those times of sincerity and tawheed when it's mentioned, that you raise the finger in those times, the khatib may do that in the khutbah, you do that in the tashahud, so that is an example also. Then there is a third example given, and the third example is at the time of a greater form of need, not just your normal dua, but something of distress and great need. When you're making a dua of that nature and you're going into the the greatness of that dua, the the extent of that dua. Then it's mentioned that the raising of the hands may occur much further into the sky to the level that your underarms can be seen. Whereas normally, where it's at the level of your shoulders, the underarms are not seen. But here, a third type of method is where it's raised high to the level that your underarms can be seen. These are just examples some of the scholars have given different ways of the raising of the hands in different circumstances. Normally, the normal one, just the raising up to the level of the shoulders with the hands facing upwards and the backs facing downwards. And then in the times of excessive need, etc., it's mentioned about raising further to the level that your underarms can be seen. And the third one was raising of the finger at the times of the tashahud in the prayer or the imam, for example, in the khutbah when he's mentioning points of ikhlas, etc., so they are all examples of raising the hands. Then, maratib rafi'il yadain fi dua The levels of raising the hands in the dua. Sheikh says here now, thabata fil hadith an Anas ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu annahu qal. كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يرفع يديه في شيء من دعائه إلا في الاستسقاء. Now we have an issue here in this narration, which is in al-Bukhari and Muslim. It says that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم never used to raise his hands in dua except in the rain prayer. الاستسقاء. When making the dua for the rain, that he never used to raise his hands in dua except in that prayer, in that dua for the rain. فذهب بعض أهل العلم عملا بهذا الحديث إلى أن الدعاء لا يشرع فيه رفع اليدين إلا في الاستسقاء فقط. So some of the scholars took the opinion based upon this narration that you do not raise the hands when making dua. Only when it's the rain prayer, when making the dua for the rain, that's the only time. Any other dua, there is no raising of the hands. Some scholars took that opinion upon this narration. The issue though is, we've just looked at several narrations 
that all indicate raising of the hands in dua, generally istisqa or otherwise. We've just seen several narrations indicating generally about raising the hands when making dua. Whereas this narration is saying only in the rain dua. So now this narration is being opposed by several other narrations saying you're supposed to raise your hands generally in the dua. وَلِذَا يَقُولُ شَيْخُ الْإِسْلَامِ ibn تَيْمِيَّ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ And that's why Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahu Allah ta'ala said وَالصَّحِيح الرَّفْعُ مُطْلَقَا What is correct is that you raise your hands generally in any dua. Hands are raised generally in any dua. وَقَدْ تَوَاتَرَ فِي الصَّحَاحِ and then he mentions the examples of those narrations that we already mentioned about the Prophet ﷺ raising his hands and that these narrations are at the level of mutawatirin, meaning that there were multiple companions, several companions, all of them narrating the fact that the Prophet ﷺ raised his hands when making the dua. ثم ذكر شيخ الإسلام رحمه الله حديث أنس المتقدم في أن النبي صلى ما كان يرفع يديه في شيء من دعائه إلا في الاستسقاء ثم قال. So then Ibn Taymiyyah رحمه الله mentioned all of those narrations saying raise your hands generally in dua. Then after that he mentioned this narration saying that it's only in the rain prayer. Then he said والجمع the way to combine between those narrations. بين حديث أنس هذا وسائر الأحاديث ما قاله طوائف من العلماء. He said the way to combine between those narrations is just like many groups of the scholars they said. Many groups of the scholars they said هو أن أنس ذكر الرفع الشديد الذي يرى فيه بياض إبطيه وينحني فيه بدنه. وهذا الذي سماه ابن عباس الابتهال فجعل المراتب ثلاثة. They say that the meaning of Anas's narration رضي الله عنه that he never used to raise his hands except in the rain prayer. He was talking about one of those three specific types and that's the type when you raise your hands high up and the underarms can be seen. That the Prophet ﷺ only ever used to raise his hands like that. High up the underarms can be seen in the rain prayer dua. The other duas, just the normal raising of the hands. So they say that's what it means. When Anas anhu said the Prophet ﷺ never used to raise his hands except in the dua for the rain. He meant that type of raising. He never used to do this in any other dua. This was just for the rain prayer with the hands high up like this. Otherwise, the rest of the du'as then, Anas says he never used to do it. Meaning in the rest of the du'as he never used to do that. It was just the normal raising of the hands in the rest of the du'a. So that is the way to combine it as Shaykh al-Islam, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah mentioned. So then you go back to the three basic methods. One is the raising of the finger. One is the general raising of the hands up to the level of the shoulders, facing upwards, the palms and the back of the hands downwards. 
And the third is the raising high up, and that is only in the rain prayer according to these narrations here, the narration of Anas. So that is one way to combine between the narrations on that particular topic. Al-Hafidh ibn Hajar said the same thing, that when Anas radiallahu anhu said the Prophet never used to raise his hands except in the istisqa, he meant upon that method. That he never used to raise his hands upon that method except in the istisqa. As for other than the istisqa, he used to raise his hands but not in that method. In the others, just the normal method. That's the meaning of the narration. So the narration does not mean that you do not raise your hands in dua, except if it's for the rain prayer. doesn't mean that. It just means in the rain prayer you raise them high up, and the other duas are just normal. What is the purpose of raising the hands in the dua? الدلائل والمعاني المستفادة من رفع اليدين So what is the purpose and the wisdoms and the meanings of raising the hands? So here we see now الأدب الرفيع من المخلوق الفقير المحتاج مع ربه الغني الجواد الكريم حيث يظهر المخلوق برفعه يديه احتياجه لربه وافتقاره إليه وذله وخضوعه وانكساره بين يدي ربه وكلما عظمت حاجة المخلوق واشتدت رغبته وزاد إلحاحه بالغ في رفعه يديه وَزَادَ فِي مَدِّهِمَا إِلَى اللَّهِ مُتَذَلِّلًا مُتَوَسِّلًا وَلِهَذَا لَمَّا كَانَ دُعَاءَ الْإِسْتِسْقَاءِ فِيهِ مِنَ الرَّغْبَةِ وَلِلْحَاهِ مَا لَيْسَ فِي غَيْرِهِ كَانَ رَفْعُ النَّبِيِّ سَلَّمُ وَإِشَارَتُهُ فِيهِ أَعْظَمُ مِنْهُ مِنْ غَيْرِهِ So here now the Shaykh says that one of the lofty mannerisms one of the lofty mannerisms of dua is to do what? When you make dua, what do you do with your hands? What do you do with your hands when you make dua? Raise your hands. So one of the lofty descriptions or mannerisms and characteristics of making dua is that a servant raises them up to Allah and that indicates your humility before your Lord and it indicates your poverty before your Lord that you're raising your hands and asking shows your humility your poverty your lowliness before the uh, your creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the mighty and majestic. And the greater your need becomes, the more you then raise your hands to Allah. So in times of drought, when the water is needed to live life, dependent upon it, then you raise your hands even greater and further for the severity of that need at that time. Well, it, 
وفي ذلك أعظم دلالة على توحيد الله وتعظيمه وتكبيره So in that raising of the hands is a great sign of the tawheed of Allah and the greatness of Allah that you are indicating the magnificence of Allah that you as a servant in poverty are raising your hands asking from Allah to provide for you and this is also an important point it also shows the aqeedah of Ahl sunnah that Allah is above that you raise your hands in dua so all of those people who say that Allah is everywhere when you ask them where is Allah they say everywhere so then why do they make the dua up if Allah is everywhere you can make your dua here you can make it here you can make it down Allah is everywhere if they say Allah is everywhere, then that means you can make dua anywhere, but they don't. They make dua up. So they know really in their heart Allah is above. But the shaitan and the whisperings of the shaitan, they give them this false aqeedah that Allah is everywhere. So you raise your hands and this indicates that Allah is above. وَغِنَاهُ الْكَامِلِ عَنْهُمْ وَافْتِقَارُهُمْ وَاحْتِيَاجُهُمْ إِلَيْهِ كما قال تعالى يا أيها الناس أنتم الفقراء إلى الله والله هو الغني الحميد Allah told us in the Quran that O oh people you are the ones in poverty before your Lord and Allah he is الغني الحميد he is the the, the one that is completely self-sufficient, not in need of any of you, not in need of anything from you. That Allah is the enriched, not in need of anything from you, the all-praiseworthy. فَفِي رَفْعِ الْيَدَيْنِ إِلَى اللَّهِ إِقْرَارٌ بِقُيُومِيَّةِ اللَّهِ جَلَّ وَعَلَىٰ It also shows an affirmation of the fact that Allah is Al-Qayyum. He is the one who overlooks your affairs. He is the one who preserves you and sustains you and provides for you. Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al-hayyu al-qayyum. He is the one who guards over you and preserves you and sustains you. So again, by raising your hands to your Lord, you are indicating the understanding of that meaning. وَأَنَّهُ الْمُدَبِّرُ لِلْأُمُورِ كُلِّهَا الْمُتَصَرِّفُ فِي الْخَلَائِقِ جَمِيعِهِمْ that he is the one who controls all of the affairs and he is the one who runs all of the affairs. وَمَنْ كَانَ كَذَلِكَ فَهُوَ الْمُسْتَحِقُ أَنْ يُؤْلَهُ وَيُعْبَدْ وَيُصَلَّى لَهُ وَيُسْجَدْ And the one who has those characteristics, the one who is the one that controls all of the affairs and everything is under his command and authority, then he is the one who is deserving to be worshipped and to be prayed to, and to be prostrated to. وَهُوَ الْمُسْتَحِقُّ نِهَايَةَ الْحُبِّ مَعَ نِهَايَةِ الذُّلِّ لِكَمَالِ أَسْمَئِهِ وَصِفَاتِهِ مَفْعَالِهِ And he is the one who is deserving of the ultimate in love, the pinnacle of the love, and the pinnacle and the peak of your submission to him, 
due to the perfection of his names <coughs> and attributes and actions. The next section the Sheikh goes on to talk about what we already mentioned there briefly, which is regarding this point of aqidah, that when you raise your hands, it is indicating, it is an indication of the fact that Allah is above. It is a sign upon Allah being above. And we know that the aqidah of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is that Allah is above all of His creation. Allah is above all of the seven heavens and the earth. So Allah is above all of this creation, separate from this creation. We do not say Allah is mixed in with this creation everywhere like some people say. Allah is the creator. We are the creation. Allah is above all of this creation. All of this earth and the heavens and everything and the throne of Allah which is at the top of all of the creation, then on top of all of that, above all of that, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fact that you raise your hands, then this is an indication of that aqidah, that indeed you understand Allah is above. As for some of the people who have deviated now, then they have gone against the natural disposition, the natural understanding in your heart that Allah is indeed above. And instead they try to convince themselves Allah is everywhere. But the reality is they recognize that Allah is above even Pharaoh. Even Pharaoh at the time of Musa salam recognized Allah is above. He said to his people, build some tall towers. Let me go see where this Lord of Musa is. Build some tall towers to go and look where? To look up to see where the Lord of Musa is. So even he recognized and mentioned the highness of Allah. And now the people, they come and they have the aqidah that Allah is everywhere. And that is certainly a misguidance. We have to round off on that. Any questions on that for today? The next section we're going to talk about some of the mistakes people make when raising their hands. And also we're going to talk about facing the qibla when making the dua. And then there's a couple of more chapters about some of the other mannerisms of making dua. Any questions on that then so far? Go on. What's, what's your name again? Ali. Homework. Ali wants homework. So what should be the homework then? You're going to come next week? You better come. You have to come. Because you have requested the homework now. So if you've requested the homework, you asked for the homework, you have to come and give us the answers next week. So the homework is, find a hadith that proves that you're supposed to raise your hands when making dua. That's the homework. Ali's going to give us the answer next week. That's where we're going to get the fatwa from. The answer that you have to raise your hands in the dua. The dalil. 
What is the dalil? What is the hadith? We need a hadith that proves that you have to raise the hands in the dua. Abdul Rahim is laughing, so you got the homework as well. Ali and Abdul Rahim, both of you have to bring the answers next week. Hadith that proves you have to raise your hands in dua or you should raise your hands in dua. You can't copy of each other, different hadith each. So we'll have to round off there. Prayer is here. Carry on next week. We'll put the time there because next week we don't know now because of Maghrib. So make sure you follow the Twitter and the messaging service to find out what time it's going to be, inshallah.